And doesn't Chabelin, the deputy minister oh, is on. The deputy minister is on. I see the minister has disappeared. Maybe he is struggling with the connection, but he was on earlier. And the DG is also on. The deputy minister and the DG is on. Okay, I'm sure can we? I'm sure the minister will join us soon. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, who else is in the meeting? Can we just check the attendance register now as before in this one minute that we're left with to start the meeting? Noltando, can you check the NCOP register? Mrs. just a quick reminder to remember to record the meeting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, all right. Uh, on the NCOP side, I've got the chairperson, Honorable Chabelang. I see Honorable Kilion, Honorable Lutuli, Honorable Ndongeni, Honorable Maleka, Honorable Christians. For now. Oh, Honorable. Thank you, Chairperson. On, 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 on the pieces side, we have uh, Mr. Madlingozi, we have Mr. Mamabulo, we have Mr. Siabi, we have Mr. We have Ngozi Luturi, we have uh, Ms. Malumane, we have Ms. Adams, we have Mr. Faba, we also have for now. The chairperson was on. She was still struggling with her connection. I'm sure she will also join us soon. Okay. Thank you, Thanks sir. a lot. Um, you did not come to my name. Uh, Mr. Oh, as well. Thank you, sir. Okay, I'm going to plead with the members. From the NA. I plead with the members to Plead with the members to switch their phone off. I mean, to switch their mics off, please. Switch their mics off and switch your videos off. It makes better reception. Uh, my reception where I am is very poor. So if all your mics are on and the cameras are on, then the reception gets compromised. Um, welcome all of honorable members. This is the, the meeting of the department, of the of the Portfolio Committee on Arts, Sports and Culture, together with the state, with the with the select committee in the NCOP. This is a meeting of parliament. We're, we are meeting here today under conditions that are not of our own making. Uh, we are under siege by, by COVID-19. We have no choice but to adapt or die. Uh, or did I say Peter Dirk is? Yeah, we've got to adapt. We have, we have no choice to adapt or die. We are required to conduct um, oversight in terms of uh, money bills and related matters act uh, over a strategic plan and an annual performance plan and a budget vote of the department. This brand new department has been formed by merging both departments of arts and culture and departments of sports and recreation 
in the beginning of the sixth administration. Um, we uh, allocated three hours for this meeting. We're going to give the department one hour to make presentation. The two hours will be used by members to engage with the department. A roll call is called. Uh, we do form a quorum. Um, I'm not going to ask members to introduce themselves. We are in a virtual meeting, so when your time comes to speak, we'll see your face on, you press the camera, and we'll be able to see you. Um, let me take this opportunity to give the Ministry of the brand new department to, to take us through uh their reports both the annual the strategic plan the minister introduced the topic what? introduce thank your team thank, thank you chair. Chair. point of order chair the person i think we're supposed to adopt the agenda firstly we did not adopt the agenda okay no no all, all right sorry 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 about that um, I thought we were saving time that we knew what the meeting is all about. Uh, honorable members, we've got one item on the agenda, and that is the looking at the documents of the Department of Arts, uh, Sports, Arts and Culture. Uh, anyone who is moving for the adoption of this, we've got only one item on the agenda. Anyone who is moving for adoption of the agenda? Uh, Knox, I move, Chair, for the adoption of the agenda. Uh, Honorable CRB moves. Any seconder? We uh, are eating Okay, thanks a lot. We are eating into our talk time. I thought we'll need more time to engage, but it's still okay. Um, uh, may I take this opportunity to give to the minister to introduce the team and um, and give us the brief about their plans? Thank you. Okay, thank you, Chair. And, uh... Thanks to members of the Portfolio Committee and the Standing Committee. Um, we have uh, the team from the department here, as you say, a newly constituted Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Um, and uh, we are ready for the uh, APP. Uh, and the strike plan, uh, which uh, the portfolio committee, together with the standing committee, uh, wanted us and the, the, our statutes uh, wanted us to to present uh, today. So we are ready for that. Uh, we have the department, uh, the officials here. Uh, I'm also with the deputy uh, minister. I hope uh, she's been. Uh, introduced. 
Now, a term, old chairpersons, we are meeting uh, under very trying circumstances. Uh, our country is faced with, uh, and indeed the world. Uh, we are meeting at a point where uh, the relationship between uh, nature uh, and humanity have once again shown that uh, it's not always a harmonious relationship. Uh, sometimes uh, it uh, becomes so negative and it releases uh, such challenges in life as earthquakes, uh, diseases, uh, as we are faced with, uh, the, this virus we are faced with. Uh, the question then becomes what do we do as humankind? Uh, we have the capacity to change reality. Uh, and uh, uh, be able to dictate uh, the pace uh, of this relationship between ourselves and nature. And we're at that point uh, as a country also uh, where we've been experiencing low economic growth um, sustained uh, over a period of time. Uh, And whilst we were looking at that, uh, we then had the... uh, this uh, coronavirus, which uh, the World Health Organization has uh, characterized uh, as a pandemic, uh, globally speaking. So no country can claim to be immune from this uh, particular pandemic. Uh, and uh, we are at the same time experiencing a situation where rating agencies uh, have uh, rated South Africa uh, to sub-investment uh, level, uh, others call it junk status. With all these problems uh, we're faced with, we've been forced, uh, the, the virus itself and its spread has forced us uh, to uh, think outside of the box. Uh, it has imposed its agenda. We have our agenda around this time uh, we present a strategic plan and annual performance plan of the departments, but uh, we have been forced uh, to change tech uh, and, and, and confront uh, the challenge of the of, of COVID-19. In other words, uh, um, we uh, can present this threat plan, but in all intents and purposes, it's not going to be talking to reality. Reality is that uh, uh, for the past few months, uh, we've shut down the economy. We're looking at the ways of our our risk-adjusted strategy uh, to ensure that uh, we ease the lockdown. Uh, And as we do that, uh, we redirect everything, including the budget, including our plans. Uh, towards COVID-19. If the department were to uh, present this uh, 99-page presentation of of APP and the threat plan, it would just be complying. It would be more of malicious compliance uh, because 
all these things have to be reoriented and reorganized. Uh, as we speak now, there's no budget to uh, support the threat plan and APP because um, we, we have a situation where we've redirected even the resources. Uh, the whole fiscus has been redirected to deal with COVID-19. So I would, I would strongly, um, uh, you know, uh, request your guidance here, uh, chairpersons, um, on how do we move forward. Our view is that we'll have to go back and, 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 pre- and plan properly, give ourselves time as we did when we put up this APP and threat plan, uh, redirect uh, all our resources and, uh, and thoughts, as it were, uh, to COVID-19, because uh, this is going to be with us for some time. Now that we are entering a new period, a period of, of winter, um, the people, uh, particularly from a health uh, department and World Health Organization, have warned that they were going to see the spike uh, of the spread of the virus itself. So there is no other plan and program in the foreseeable future uh, besides the, the plan against COVID-19. So we'll put it to you. Uh, as I said, if you want the department to go through, the department can go through, but I would suggest strongly that let's uh, change focus and change tact uh, as this portfolio to see how do we ensure that we focus on the new strategic perspective and plan, which is uh, the fight against the spread of COVID-19. I'll end there, Chairperson. Chairperson, Honourable Father. Honourable Mishama. Chairperson, can you hear me? Good day, Chairperson, Honourable Father, can you hear me? Majingu. The reception, the reception is up and down. Um, I lost the last input. Good morning. Are you? Are you? Are you? Am I audible? Honourable Father, can you hear me, Chairperson? My reception is getting real bad now. Yeah. Am I audible? Chairperson, uh, I don't know. Yes, we hear you, Chair. Yes, Chair. All right, I I can hear you very well. Uh, I I I lost I lost a portion of the this when the minister was speaking. Yeah. So I got from which part, uh, uh, Chairperson? When when uh, you were still uh, with us. Honourable Chair, um, 
I think there's a problem with the whole setup because even the minister, everyone is um, on like a pause at this stage. Good morning, members. Uh, Mr. Mtetwa? Yes, Mr. Yes, yes, Mr. Mtetwa, you are on. And Mr. Mtetwa, we can also see you. Continue, Chairperson. Mr. Nchabele, can you please switch on your mic? Hello? Hello? Could I can the second Am I connected the now? Just... Am I audible? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Please continue. No tando. There's there's a big problem with the setup. No one can hear anyone. No tando, honorable members. We can yeah. hear you. Mr. Chabelen, we can hear you. Please continue. And the minister also can hear you. Can we get admin help? Mr. Chabelen, we can hear you. Mr. Chabelen? Chairperson? Is Minister, I think it's best if we continue because I think the chairperson is struggling to hear us, but I think you can continue, Minister. Well, the, 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 from my side, uh, I'm through, but um, I got worried when the chair said that uh, he lost the, uh, the, the, the input. So I, I don't know at, at, at what level, at what point did he lose us uh, or maybe yeah he can he can uh, uh, help the and guide Governor minister your line is not very audible i really miss quite a lot i thought maybe other members will listen that i'm i'm looking at the document but i really could not follow okay so in, in other you words know no, let us con let us continue with the discussion. Where are we now? Can I come in, Chair? Chairperson, Chairperson Honourable Father. Chairperson, can you hear me, Honourable Father, please? Yeah, I I can hear you now. Yes, Chairperson, Honourable Father. I think the minister made it very clear at this stage that the budget as it is on this 99 pages as is would not stay the same, which will make it actually um, 
to be quite honest, a time of waste of time. As we know, this COVID, as it is at this moment, will readjust budgets as it is, if I got the understanding correct from the minister. I'm having a difficulty hearing you. It's very yes, bumpy yes, correct, yeah, on my side. Chairperson? Can I come in, sir? No, Tando. Other members? Hello? Hello? Can I come in? Here, can I come in? We can hear you, Mr. Chabele. We can hear you. Proceed. Okay, I but I can't hear you very well. That, that, that's my problem. Okay, I think Honorable Lula, Ms. Lulana is online, so she can continue with the meeting. Mamut Lulane? Pan? Mamut Lulane? Mamut Lane, please proceed with the meeting because Ms. Nchabeleng is experiencing challenges. Mamut Lulane? Mamut Lulane? Mamut Lulane? Martin Gozi here, Chair. What do we do if, if we don't I, have I any chairperson to chair the meeting? Yeah. Yeah. With due respect, um, Secretary of this um, committee, um, I must say we can't have a meeting if it's like this. I, I could hear the minister, but after that, everything just went down. We can't hear anyone else. Um, if you could hear me, I don't know. But this is unacceptable. We can't have a discussion if it goes on like this with a connection network with a Steam um, Microsoft as it is. This, is. this can't go on. I can hear you very clearly, Mr. Faber, and I can see you as well. Mr. Nchabeleng, I can see you. Can you hear me, Mr. Nchabeleng? <coughs> I, I, I can hear you now, but as you talk, then the voice fades, and then it gets very bumpy, like it's... Like it's on a bumpy road, serious. Okay, can you continue for now? We'll try and get Ms. Lulani to continue with the meeting. But if you can hear you now, please continue, Mr. Chabeling. Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Yes, please continue with the meeting. I, I can also All hear right. you. Yeah. Uh, who else has... How many hands do we have? Are there people who ask friends of clarity or anyone who is online Mr. to talk? Mr. Mchongo? Mr. Mchongo? Yes, can I come? Who is the other one? Mr. Majinguzi. Majinguzi. Mr. Siabi. Siabi. Yeah. Those were the hands before you... you, you oh, those will be the hands. Okay. Uh, may we... Mm, Mr. Mchongo? Thank you, Chair. Chair, I'd like to concur with the Minister and I welcome his input. And I'd like to maybe let's give the department time to reorganize for us to have a proper planning for the department. I, sorry, sorry, I, can, I really can't hear you. I can hardly hear you. 
Can you hear me now? It's okay. Uh, another Punta Belen, um, let, let, let Mr. Mtongo finish. Zoneta is here in Nulutando as secretaries. I think let's allow uh, Mr. Mtongo to make his input. Thank you, Chair. Chair, I wanted to concur with the minister and to say let's give the department a chance for them to reorganize, for them to plan for the dire uh, directive of budget towards COVID-19. And I would like to support the initiative by the minister and the department to go back and reorganize themselves. Thank you, Chair. Yes, I, I had a little bit of, I had some of that. Uh, the next one is for Honorable Marzingozi. Thank you, Chair. Um, I would love to welcome the 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 the, uh, the introduction by by the minister. And of course, I, I concur with him that we are at war with this invisible enemy, and the parliament cannot be operated as as normal uh, because uh, obviously. Uh, you know, the, the, the annual performance plan will change based on, on how people will have to deal with, uh, you know, with this pandemic. The most promising uh, issue, as, as we see right now, is the disappearance of the income uh, for artists, painters, actors, actresses, and sound engineers, sportsmen and women. And I think we, we need to look at that and, and uh, really, really uh, uh, help uh, the, 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 the artists and those that, that are in need. Uh, it's been two months uh, since the, the promise of the of the the monies from the government, and uh, it is definitely uh, stressing for for, for 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 artists. We we are we are actually facing a a, a, a very uh, dangerous you know situation with the artists and 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 the rest of the the the, the other sectors within the the the, uh, the this uh, you know the, the 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 art in general and. Uh, I don't understand how, how, how this adjudication committee could, could take so long to really, uh, you know, uh, uh, give, give money to those who, who are um, uh, in need of it. Can the, the, the department and, and the minister please uh, uh, make it uh, the, the, the priority to, to deal with, with the people who are on the verge of, of depression? And this, uh, I've been talking to a lot of uh, artists, um, you know, they, and, and, and in fact, most of them, I think that they, they, have, uh, they have received nothing. And they, 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 things, things are very bad. And, uh, and, and last week, we asked for, for, the, for the names of the people that have, uh, you know, uh, received these monies. And up until now, we haven't received nothing, you know, uh, on, on that regard. Can the minister please deal with that one? Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Nothing that uh, things are going things are going to get very better, Honorable Malongos, going forward. Uh, that's why we need to make sure that today we okay this budget so that it can be reviewed again in July when we do the budgetary reviews, so that the department can be able to function and and be able, you know, to pay to pay the employees and make sure that those artists who are needy out there get service. We cannot do that without a budget. Uh, I give over to Honorable Siavi. Thanks, Chairperson. <clears throat> Thanks, Chairperson. 
I also would like to support the input by the minister. Unfortunately, the chairperson did not hear the minister. The minister was requesting that the, the, the meeting allow the department to go back and rework on their, their strategic plan and APP in the context of COVID-19. And I think all speakers before me, all speakers before me were agreeing to that request by the, by the minister. And I also want to add my voice to say it will be a futile exercise to get into the discussion of the presentation of the strategic plan and APP if it, they do not respond to COVID-19. Now, for us to be able to be responsive in line with the directives of the president, I would also like to add and say, let's allow the department, as per the request of the minister, to go and rework their strategic plan and the APP so that they are able to respond to COVID-19. And they will resubmit to the joint meeting and then we debate and uh, look at it. That's my input, Chairperson. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot, Honorable Siabi. I think the... Yeah, I, I missed quite a lot. I didn't really hear, but I heard a little of what the minister said, but I stand briefed and I understand. Um, so what is the way forward? Because we, we, we're not continuing with this meeting. We'll just be... Uh, 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 we, is there a suggestion that we follow the meeting? Uh, Chairperson, if I may. Yes. Yeah. Um, Chair. Who speak? Who? Um, Minister. Okay. Yes. No, Chair. I think, firstly, uh, I will start by saying that uh, we owe this uh, portfolio committee uh, up-to-date briefing about what is happening, uh, especially as uh, uh, Honorable Madlingozi has raised about uh, the relief uh, fund. Uh, and I'm, I'm certain that as he speaks, he speaks for all members of the portfolio committee. Um, so we do owe the uh, the portfolio committee on that. Even as we prepare for the threat plan, I would suggest that the chair uh, or, or co-chairpersons uh, to uh, in the near future uh, arrange for another meeting uh, where would be looking at the uh, contribution uh, the department is making to soften uh, the blow uh, of uh, COVID-19 to both artists and, and athletes. Um, so I would, I would, I would really uh, urge that so that uh, all matters uh, related to relief fund, including the processes, adjudication, who has been paid, who has not been paid, uh, we, we have that dialogue uh, with the, the portfolio committee. So that's, that's one thing uh, I'm suggesting. But also for the portfolio committee to uh, bear in mind that um, 
it's <clears throat> won't confine ourselves in in discussing and dealing with the current situation and the current period of the relief process, but uh, also looking beyond COVID-19 uh, and the recovery plan. Uh, because uh, as you know, Chairperson, that uh, indications are that South Africa is the highest, uh, one of the highest, uh, has the highest rate of unemployment. Um, Post-COVID-19, uh, the projections are that uh, we may be heading to 50% unemployment in South Africa. So if you have uh, 9 million or 10 million, you may double that uh, post-COVID-19. So what that means is that it, it's also important to take on board uh, the portfolio committee on the uh, how we're dealing with the dilemma. The dilemma we're faced with is the one of uh, uh, opening the economy uh, through the risk-adjusted strategy uh, uh, for livelihoods and at the same time uh, protect lives uh, of the people of our land. So that uh, balancing act uh, is something which needs a collective wisdom of all of us uh, of saying what then is the best way because on the one hand you want to see economic activity uh, in the country uh, so that people are able to act out a living uh, and on the other you have a, a situation where lives have to be protected uh, so far south africa has done its level best but we can't say that we have arrived as long as you still have new infections and the infections going up. So I, I would submit that, Chair, uh, that um, uh, it is, uh, uh, you know, in order uh, what uh, members are demanding because uh, we, we share the same sentiment with them that uh, this industry, uh, and it's not an exaggeration, is, is, the, hit, is the hardest hit by the uh, pandemic itself. Uh, because of the nature of the industry uh, prior to COVID-19, during COVID-19, and post-COVID-19. I rest my case on that, Chairperson. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, yes, uh, thanks, uh, Minister. Are there issues that members want to raise with the Minister or with the Department? Uh, and what do you think should the way forward should be? Chairperson? Yes. I wanted to maybe to update this portfolio committee. I think we had engagement with the relief. I wonder if the department submit all the requests that we've made. A beneficiary who benefited on the 150 million, and we wanted to find out did they submit all the required documents that we requested. For example, even the formula of us getting to 20,000, not 20 million, Deputy Minister, 20,000 for each pets. Now, we have moved that. The, the, the department must reorganize themselves for now and come back to us with a proper uh, formula or with a proper budget review. Now, I wanted to find out, above all, Minister, my input is going forward. Can we open the non-contact spots similar as other uh, countries are doing? For an example, golf, 
swimming, tennis, and other sporting codes. That is my input for now, but we've moved that to the department must go back and redo their strategic plan in regard to COVID-19. Thank you, Chair. Chairperson, I also want to come in. CIB. Um, CIB. Who else? CIB. Um, no, CIB. On the let me let 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 me let me take the names. It's um, it's CIB. Honourable Father. It's CIB and who? Hello. Mr. Mr. Father and Ms. and Ms. Van Dyke. I only heard Van Dyke. And Mr. Faber as well. Faber. Yes. And Van Dyke. Okay. Uh, I'll give over to Siavi, Honorable Siavi, the floor is yours with three minutes. Yeah, thanks, Chairperson. <clears throat> yes. I, th I think uh, for a meeting to be focused, we need to agree that with regard to strategic plan and APP, we are going to, we're agreeing that it be reworked as per the request of the minister. So that when we get into other, we have agreed on that one. And the minister has also, on top of that, we agree that will the administration, the secretariat will organize a meeting in the near future so that we get up-to-date reports with regard to the relief fund, including what we requested in the last meeting that must be done, as said by Honorable Motongo. I would suggest that that be a way forward so that we are able to to close the, the meeting if we're not continuing with the meeting. Thanks, Chair. Chairperson, is it my Thank you, Chairperson. Um, um, my my concern is at the moment, um, it, we all know that it will take time for um, venues to open and for artists to be able to perform again. So um, I heard about the uh, fact that the minister will be speaking with uh, uh, that there was a proposal for streaming and that the minister um, indicated that. Uh, previously that they will speak with the SABC. Now, my concern is a lot of the artists um, don't have the equipment and don't know how to stream. And I was wondering whether the department can consider to uh, create a website where we make available um, these facilities for people to train them and uh, have sound engineers available because we must think about the longer term um, to get the people back into the space where they can actually start uh, creating. At this moment, when a guitar uh, uh, string snapped, they cannot even buy a guitar string. So we, from the department side, we, I think there's also uh, measures that we need to take um, to make sure that our uh, 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 the artists as such are able to um, or that we assist them and we put forward that even if it's not an essential business, for the people out there, it's their livelihood. So um, that, that's one part. And then I also have received proposals from provinces where they actually um, propose that we look at the drive-in um, um, 
it's it uh, that we put forward. Um, I can put that forward to the committee, to the minister and the chairperson, where they propose that, uh, like in the old uh, old days, we had drive-in um, venues that uh, they put up stages like that, and where people in a safe environment are able to um, put forward the um, events. And this is already being done in different countries and um, with safety measures. So I think we must look at all these uh, factors, how we can assist our uh, uh, artists to actually try and come back into the industry and with the support of our department. I, wish, uh, I hope for you to um, consider this. I will put it forward in writing to the committee. Thank you, Chairperson. Honourable Faber, can I go on? Yeah, go on, Honourable Faber. I didn't hear what, uh, what uh, a word she said, but go, 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 continue. <laughs> Thanks, Chairperson. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Chairperson, okay. um, I'm, I'm going back to sports, and I would like to ask the Minister, I've seen last night on news that, for instance, New Zealand is going on with an internal rugby. Um, my concern is, uh, you know, people are uh, mentally getting unstable in our country because they don't see sports anymore. Um, is there no possibility that the minister can perhaps help our sport fans to be able to start getting slowly back into sport by having <coughs> certain sports um, like PSL, like rugby, maybe golf, where, where they don't have to be spectators. It can be uh, broadcasted on uh, media, on television. And, for instance, golf, where, where people can really um, play the game without really infecting someone because there's open spaces without any spectators. Is there a possibility that we can slowly start, um, like I seen last night in New Zealand, where they're actually going to start with rugby in empty stadiums? Especially with our soccer season, I know our guys are hunger for soccer. We we sitting in front of Super Sport with no sport, and um, people are already playing um, virtual sport against each other. And um, I see that even the Bundesliga have already started um, practicing. Um, and I really think it's for the health of our nation that um, our sports people need to start getting back into sport. Um, they can be checked. Um, on a regular basis, the teams, before they go into contact with each other. But it will give our sports spectators something to look at and um, without being um, in connecting with each other, but by um, via TVC, how sport goes on in our country. Because we have to open up at some stage, and I think we can start opening up soccer, rugby, golf, and certain other sports types without um, having social, um, to have, still have social distancing with public. Thanks, Chair. Uh, thank you, Honorable Faba. Well, sir, everybody in South Africa, no, just wait a bit. I'm still commenting. I'm saying that uh, while we see need for things to open up, but we must also listen to the experts because we are not experts. And that, um, and uh, give our ear to the central command. I think that is what we'll, we're hoping that we'll hear something from them as time goes. There had been many relaxations, like now you can jog for five kilometers. It's not that bad, but uh, we're hoping for more anyway. 
But we mustn't, our hope must not be against our will to survive and and fight the COVID uh, uh, virus, I mean, to fight the coronavirus. Um, are they other hands or should we wind the meeting? Chairperson, Majingos. Yes, um, Honorable Majingos. Thank you, thank you, Chair. I would, I would, I would love to, since, since the minister is here this time around with us, I would love to plead with Nyambose, not to plead with the, uh, the, 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 the DJs and, and the music compilers to play our music as South Africans. There is no plea there. Please, Mr. Minister, just tell them that they have to play South African music all the way, black and white. And, uh, and, and on top of that, please can the minister make it uh, uh, an agency that artists and all those that are in this sector of art, please, they need help as urgent as, as yesterday. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Uh, other members, I, I forgot in the beginning to give you an apology to, for Honorable Gillian. She underwent an operation. Uh, I'm sure she is listening in the meeting, but she won't be able to participate. That's a, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think I'm- Chairperson? Chairperson, do let is the chairperson in the NA in the house? Is she online? <laughs> no, she's not, Mr. Chavelin. She did get online, but she's off again. So you can continue for now. Okay, all right, yeah. Uh, Honorable members, I'm going to- Please allow- I'm going to have to- I'm going to have to close this meeting. Um, Sorry, Chair. Hello? Sorry, Chair, it's Nolutando. Honorable Gillian is, is in the meeting, and she would like to give an input. Oh, okay. Oh, oh all right, all right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's give you a chance. Honorable Gillian, you have your three minutes of... Good morning, Chairperson. Good morning, members. Good morning, Minister. <clears throat> um, let me just apologize. I won't put on my video. But I, I think let's appreciate the, the proposal that the Minister has put on the table and um, allow them to go back and, and bring us an updated version. But then also I want to ask the minister the following. I've, I've listened to some of the members and concerns, but I've also got a concern, minister. I don't think that we can open up contact sport so easily. If we look into the pandemic and what the experts are telling us. The concern I've got, Minister, is that here in the in the Western Cape, when the oh, when the relaxation comes and the jogging in the morning, it looks like the Comrades Marathon. Now I think if we want to open up sports and everything that has to do with it, we must also take into consideration that social distance must at all times be being adhered to. 
and this jogging in the morning and people going to the beach and all of that is not going to assist us. So if your department, especially on this early morning jogging, I, I appreciated that people need some exercise, but then we must also be disciplined when we are doing this. So that is my only plea, um, Chairperson, that the minister and his department must look into this opening of contact sport, but will it assist us to curb the pandemic? Thank you, Chair. Siabi, Chair. Honorable Siabi. Yeah, thanks, Chair. And I appreciate that uh, the chairperson is moving towards closing the meeting. I just wanted to check with the meeting whether the understanding is that uh, we take the, because the submissions of the strategic plan and the APP were circulated, we take them as submitted together with the budget and say we approve, especially on the side of the budget, but agree with the department that they must go and rework their strategic plan and APP for resubmission to the meeting. That's my understanding. Yeah. Um, what are other people's understanding of um, the summary by no, by, 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 by Honorable Sam? Are you saying that uh, we, we, we adopt the budget to be changed later? I mean, the, the documents. We are adopting them and noting that they are going to be revisited. I don't understand what you are saying, Honorable Sir. Yes. Isn't that... Uh, can you hear me, Chair? Yeah, I've got difficulty hearing you. I get you here and there. That's why my, my, my line is real bad. No, I was saying... Okay. Yeah. Okay, Chair. Okay, I'll look at it. I was saying the documents were circulated. In other words, you must approve the APP. Okay, sure. Am I on the line? Mchongo, please, Honorable Mchongo, mute your mic, please. Honorable Savi. My submission, Chair, is uh, like you said in your opening remarks that we need to give the department the budget so that the people are able to, to get their salaries. So my submission is because the documents were circulated to all of us, we take them as submitted and we, 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 we agree with the minister that uh, the documents do not necessarily respond to COVID-19. They're still going to rework them. So we take them before we close the meeting, we take them as approved, especially on the side of the budget. And uh, we agree that they go and rework them for resubmission to the meeting, to the joint meeting. Thanks, Can Chair. Yeah, come in, uh, yeah, that is uh, honorable service input uh, that we approve these documents, uh, these presentations, you know, approve them to be revisited in July. So that that should be in the resolution. I don't but, know what but, other members. But, yeah. 
we we give, uh, we are speaking to Honorable Mshogo. We reserve our view on approving the document. We don't approve the document. We give the department time to redo their strategic work. We don't approve this document. We cannot approve a document which was not placed before us, which we did not even question it. Now, what you are saying that the department must go back and redo it. We don't approve the document, but we must approve the APP today for the department to budget and to do or to implement anything that they're going to do in the meantime. And then they'll come back after six months because they'll be adjusted budget soon. Thank you, Chair. That is my input on behalf of the DA. Thank you. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I don't know. Chairperson, uh, and I second that proposal. Hello. Okay, let's let let's let's let, 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 let's do it this way. There's a start from the beginning. There's a suggestion by uh, Honorable Siabi that we that we approve the document, uh, particularly the APP, and then pending the the amendments that are obvious uh, because this document were given to us before COVID. In fact, uh, we had time then. We would have approved them then. But now that things have changed, and we acknowledge that there is this there is this uh, hiccup that we have the, of the pandemic, but that the department also has to operate. You know, people must get their salaries paid. You must be able to give relief relief to artists and people, particularly we are dealing with uh, sports, arts, and culture. So how do you give that relief when there is no mandate to say use whatever is there pending our pending pending our intervention let's say with the redrawing of the budgets um that is the suggestion by i mean by 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 CRB. is there any seconder for that for CRB's suggestion the chair no, I'm asking for 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 seconda. I second. Yeah, for anyone who second. who second that because Name I can fear that there are actually two views here. Yes, honourable Gillian. I second the proposal. I'm also third. It beautiful land. Okay. Okay. Thanks. This proposal is seconded, and then they say proposed. And there's a proposal by Honorable, by Honorable Mshongo, who says Chief, that... Chairperson, uh, I, I, sec I second that proposal of Honorable Mshongo, and the, the reason for that is, if you look at the budget... No, just, 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 just wait a bit. Just wait a bit. Honorable members, there are two suggestions here. One, that we adopt the documents, and then to, to revisit them when time comes in July. Um, yes. Then the other one is that, no, we we reject them. We don't deal with them until they are, no. until they are rewent. Chairperson, can I just quickly yeah. come in, please? I, I, I don't think Honorable Mishlongo said we reject the document. The document is not rejected. The APP we agree upon. But what we're saying is the budget as is, 
we can't accept it as is because we know that COVID has not been worked into that. So his proposal is then that we then wait for the department on the budget part. And we then only as soon as they fixed it up, if it takes them two months, it's fine. And they propose that to us with a reviewed budget. Then from there, we can accept that. But we cannot accept the budget as it is right now with, with, with nothing to work with, Chairperson, on the COVID. Thanks, Chair. Um, yeah, you have, is there another motivation for Honorable Siabi? Uh, Gillian, you had your hand up. Honorable Gillian. Chairperson, I, I thought you second, said you wanted to. I seconded the proposal of, of, of Member Siabi. And I think um, there is two proposals on the table, so let's continue with the with the work of the committee. Um, please, Chair. No, because there are two views here. Maybe what we should do is that let's let us debate this issue. These two views. And then from there, come to a conclusion and close the meeting. I think that will be all. Can I? Can I? Or if not so, then we'll be. Otherwise, otherwise, then we'll we'll end up having to vote on this issue. And I don't like people to. I don't like breaking the house to you know dividing the house in a vote. We discuss and until we get what we reach sufficient consensus. You know, um, but if but if it gets to that level, then we'll have to raise our we'll have to to vote to vote on this matter and move forward. Excuse me, Chairperson. Can you please recognize Mr. Baha and Ms. Malumane? Their their hands have been up. And the okay. deputy minister. And the deputy minister is well like to say something. Okay, it's who and who? Mr. Baha and Ms. Malomane. Is Baha and who? Malomane, Ms. Malomane. Oh, Malomane. Yes. Those are the only two. Are there other mm. hands? Are there other members who want to talk on this matter? And the deputy minister. And the deputy minister. Yeah, DM will speak. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Um, DM, would you like to talk first, or or if you can still have a, a second, but let's give you an opportunity to engage, and then we'll come back to the yeah. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you very much, Chair, and greetings to the members of both houses. My, I just want first to appreciate what the members have engaged on, on what the minister has put to the table in terms of both uh, the APP and the and the strat plan. And Chair, from my own understanding, is that there doesn't seem to be much uh, divergent views on the issue. I think everybody agrees that uh, the ministry and the department must continue with the work, 
whilst we're going back to rework and and be in line with the COVID uh, uh, pandemic. So I thought, uh, whilst we let's not put ourselves in a box where we would even want to get into a situation of wanting to vote, because there is consensus on the fact that the department will continue with the work. Everybody agrees on that. Secondly, there is consensus that the, the budget needs to be reworked. Nobody disagrees with that. The only issue that seems to be a confusion is whether we adopt the documents and then the budget and then we move on. For me, the important thing is that there's agreement that work will continue while the department is working on the strat plan and the agency. So I thought, uh, without making this to be too much of an issue, there is consensus. There's consensus on the members here that yes, all of us will agree that we need to make sure that the department goes and realign so that we are okay. with So I thought, uh, as we allow members to <coughs> Let us underline where there is consensus. Thank you very much. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, do the other members still want to talk? Who is that? Is it Bacha and? Um, who else is? Yes, who uh, else wants to talk before? Is Bacha? Mshongo. Yes. Mshongo. Mr. Baha, Ms. Malumane, and Mr. Mshongo, and Mr. Mazingos now, yes. Beautiful. Okay, in that order. And the chairperson as well. So it's Mr. Okay. Mr. Baha, um, Malumane, Mr. Mshongo, Mr. Mazingosi, and Ms. Lulane. Thank you, Chair. Yes. Over to you, Mr. Baha. Um, thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. Chair, um, I think that if we're all able to shout our names when we want to speak, I guess we would be uh, doing that, but some of us choose the other route. Chairperson, for me, um, I'm, I'm worried of where we are in terms of, of the meeting, um, because I had thought that uh, for us to get to a point of saying we are in agreement with any of the documents, we would have allowed the, the, the department to continue with the presentation, that's one. Two, then get to a point of saying this is what we are noting and this is what we are allowing the department to go back and rework. Um, because then, Chairperson, we ended up in a meeting where people are raising all sorts of things without having a structured conversation that says that um, can the department give us an update of what has been happening in terms of the relief as pronounced by the president um, in terms of the various sectors so that we have a structured discussion about it. Now, I think that has gone past. Now, for me, Chairperson, I want to align myself with what the DM has just said. I don't see a, a, a divergent views in terms of the, the, what is on the table. Um, in terms of talking about 
um, accepting the APP, the strategic um, tabling and so on, but I would have loved to say that I'm accepting a document that has been put before me in the form of a presentation. So that's the dilemma that I have, Chairperson, that we are moving to adopt something that has not been placed before the committees of, of parliament. However, I think that uh, there are no, there's no divergence um, on what is put on the table. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. I think the Deputy Minister and Mr. me because what I wanted to say is that we, maybe as a committee we need to agree that the document, which is the SP and the APP, was presented first so that we can agree that it was presented and we agree that it must be returned and be redone. Because if they were not presented, what are we arguing upon? Because it was not presented. Can we agree that it, even though it was not presented, that as a committee we agreed because it has been circulated, that this document, we know it, the 90 pages the minister have said, that it was, uh, it was tabled to us as a committee and we agree that we are going to give the, the department to go back and redo the APP and the SP. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm back again. I, I, I got cut off. Um, there was Baham, Malumanya, Majingos. Is there, who are the speaking next, now? The next person is Mr. Pongo, Chairperson. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to concur with Honorable Baha. We cannot approve a document which was not presented. Yes, we've received this document, but it was not presented. Now, what we are saying, we're giving the department to redo the document and they must include the COVID-19 plans. This document does not have that. Another issue that we must approve, they must present an APP. APP is different than the strategic plan. We cannot approve a strategic plan which is not going to work, which is not aligned to the uh, season of today or regarding COVID. Now, what you are saying, let the department go back for the strategic plan, it's one document, but we cannot approve that document. They're going back because it was not presented. We must question the document if you want us to, uh, to approve it. Another bite that I want to make it clear, we must approve APP for the department to work. That is the different things. Document, we cannot approve it. It was not presented, but we must approve an APP because it's a budget that must work. Things must be done. That is my input for now, Chair. Thank you. Okay. Can we maybe say, honourable member, so that we we don't end up running out of time, um, that we we say we agree with the APP, but then that department must go like the minister said they are going to do to rework this presentation and include the make sure that it is COVID compliant. 
Is that the agreement? Is that the consensus? The understanding? It is. Yes, it is, Chair Mazingos here. Yes, Honorable Mazingos. No, um, I, I concur with you, Chair, that yes, uh, the, 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 the document was, was, was tabled, and obviously uh, it cannot be adopted because we don't know, uh, it was never presented. But anyway, uh, until everything is, is, is as, uh, uh, you know, as, 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 as you've just, uh, you know, alluded, that we should uh, you know, understand that, yes, it was, um, you know, given, uh, you know, to us, but it was never presented to us. Thank you, Chair. All right. Um, Chairperson, yes. Chair Ms. Lulana's hand and Ms. Lutoli's hands. Ms. Lulane, um, Ms. Lutoli. Mazandona. Thank you, Chairperson. Is it me, Honorable Chairperson? Yes, ma'am. You can. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much, Honorable Members. Let me apologize on what uh, happened today uh, to my. Do you hear me? Can members please mute your mute your mute your mute your instruments, please? We are overhearing your, your conversations at home. Honorable Dulani, you can go ahead. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Minister, Deputy Minister, Honorable Members, uh, I'm apologizing. I was in my iPad since quarter past eight. Uh, they've spelled wrongly my surname. They've uh, cheap and chopping, but I, I did get in. What I'm proposing uh, is that the department has to, to present their APP as planned, and then they will have to come back with the revised APP. And also the law does allow us that within uh, the space of six months, uh, that, the, that rework of the APP can come back. That's what I'm supporting. It's not different from what Deputy Minister and from other members, but the problem, let's allow the department to do what it was coming to do and then adopt that, and when they, there's a time that they must come back, which is allowed that they can come with their reworking APPs uh, to ourselves. I thank you. Okay. Um, thanks, Honorable Delanda. Thanks, uh, Co-Chair. Madam Donna, I'm Latul. Thank you, Chairperson. Greeting to everyone. Uh, Chairperson, you know, I'm, I'm also confused. I, I think I'm one of those people who are confused because uh, according to our agenda, there was a presentation that was supposed to be given to us. But then now I hear that um, we have uh, different views. Uh, some are saying we should adopt. Some are saying, no, you should go back. But if we adopt, what are we adopting? Because the department, when, when they come before us, they come to present a document. Yes, they send a document to us. 
and then they present to us for us to understand and then we adopt and then the minister also said that it needs uh, to go back and be reworked on but then now we are talking about adopting and so i, I i'm really confused maybe someone uh, they can uh try and explain to me because i kept on cutting but i i, I haven't heard that the department presenting anything to us right now and we've already lost like one hour 15 minutes and the department ha hasn't spoken it, it was minister and then us so please um if someone can explain that to me i'd be very happy okay uh honorable members i think we agreed that um, the documents have to be reworked do we give the department uh, to to present the app and then after the app then we close the meeting Siabi. Honorable Siabi. Yes, we support that, Chair, that the department present, and then we take it from there. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, Honorable Minister, can we ask the DG to make the presentation, the APP, to the, to the joint sitting? Yes, uh, uh, Honorable Chair, uh, the department can make the presentation. Over to you, DJ. I'll plead to the member with the members, please switch off your mics so that we can have a better switch off your mics and your videos. Thank you. Over to you, DJ. Uh, good, uh, good, good morning. Uh, uh, co-chairs uh, from the uh, select committee and the uh, portfolio committee, the minister, deputy minister, and um, honorable members. The presentation as a pre-faced by the minister is a presentation that is based on the old normal. We are now faced with a new normal that we need to respond to. So when it was submitted to parliament, it was based on a normal circumstance and therefore then this might not be talking to what has currently happened uh, in that space i just need to summarize a little bit of what does this mean uh, what it meant is that we needed to look at also since the impact of COVID, and uh, really look at how can we then deal with this issue in that regard just at a high level honorable chair is that the whole of this threat plan, this APP, as we talk to it now, is having a 41 indicators of which 21 are going to be affected. So we like to have about 50 or so percent of the targets being changed. So that is, in a nutshell, um, the context under which I'm presenting the APP. Now, the APP is given. I think I will ask that uh, the sharing of the document we rather go straight then to the APP and not the stretch plan. Um, Yes, the APP um, is, is projected. Um, 
the APP Honorable Chair uh, then is informed by, yes, we've got, as a department, we've got four programs. We've got program one, uh, which deals with administration, and then we've got uh, program two, which deal with the element of sports, and then we've got program three, that is with arts development, and then we've got program four, that is with heritage. That is how the new department has been configured. So when we go to then the presentation on the APP, we will look at those targets that are per program. And then I will have the CFO who will then have the presentation in terms of the budget as we proceed. Uh, it seems that the screen has gone blank. But just at a high level, Honorable Chair, the department has got a new vision in relation to the, to the new department aligned to it. And then that vision is talking to just a creative winning and social cohesive nation. We then have a new uh, mission also that we have uh, uh, developed to align with the, the new department of sport, arts and culture. And that is to provide an enabling environment for the sport, arts and culture sector so that we foster an active, creative, winning, and socially coercive nation. That, if you read it, then it talks to the new department. We then have also new values that we have uh, also adopted, and those values are talking also again to the new department, and these values are on the foundation of Batupili principles, and then it's about equality, innovation, responsiveness, integrity, professionalism and accountability. And then we outline what those uh, uh, values are, again, in line with the new department as we have it. So what is our storyline? Is that we will have a transformed, active, creative, winning nation. That is the main essence of what impact we want to have. The priority outcomes that we have are that we will have an increased market share as well as increase opportunities in the sport, cultural and creative industries, but also that we will have a diverse, socially cohesive society with a common national identity. These are the key outcomes that we'd like to have or that we are pursuing. Then what will be the enabling outcomes? These are the outcomes that will make us achieve our goals, will be to transform and capacitate and professionalize sport but also to integrate and make sure that we've got accessible infrastructure uh, that our people can be able to access as well as information. And finally, is that we will deal with them the compliant and a very responsive government. So that is in a nutshell, the basis and the foundation of the department. So going then to, because of time, Honorable Chair, just to say that for them outcomes uh, that I'm going to just go through the program rather than to take you um, through the whole document. Now, under the outcomes uh, on program one, we are having an outcome that relates and its indicators. This outcome talks to percentage of intents that enrolled against the funded posts. In other words, creating job opportunities and the learning, workplace learning for those who are 
uh, integrate with. We are saying that that will be 5% and it remains unchanged. We are then saying also under program one, we'll have a number of services. In other ways, to modernize and respond in terms of the technical innovations. And that is two uh, services that will modernize and nothing has changed in that area. Then the number of the awareness campaigns activated to profile the work of the department and inform the public will be nine campaigns. Then the percentage of invoices paid within 30 days to ensure that there is no, no one who, that the, that the businesses do not go under, particularly the SMMEs, that that target remains at 100%. Percentage of councils or boards that are fully functional. We are aware that there's been an issue about the functioning of the boards or state entities. And therefore, then that there is a need to make sure that the boards under the department are functional. And these have increased also uh, to 27 now, of course, we are now having uh, those that were also in spot as the 25 that was this side. So that is in a nutshell the focus of program one in terms of managing the budget and corporate services and finance. Program two, Honorable Chair, is talking to the indicators. Um, that are related directly to the sport component. And that is the number of athletes supported through the scientific support program per year. This is now 80 of these athletes. However, we want to bring to the attention of the honorable members that this is not possible because already we have lost quarter one and this quarter one is likely also to have an impact on quarter two. And therefore, preparation and everything else will have to be reconsider and this target will have to change. Same thing with the number of athletes supported by academies. We had a target of 3,700. Clearly, as we are aware, lockdown, we are where we are now. These numbers are not gonna be realistic and we might not have these academies are currently not operating. The number of auto sport and recreation promotion campaigns and events implemented, the target was six. As we are aware that events in the sports field are about people and participation. Impracticality is related to the social distancing as well as just the engagement. But this is more about people to people. Therefore, this target will also be impacted upon from eight, uh, which will have to be reduced. And then also the number of people actively participating in sport and recreation. As we know that we normally have a high number here we are saying that the target was 46,964, and they will then also have a clear indication here that while this might be done as a once-off event, uh, whether in quarter four or quarter three, depending on the development, it, this target might definitely not be realized. Then also under program two, we've got number of people actively participating in organized sport, this was intended to be about 355,000. Clearly, this is not going to happen because already half of the, if we look at the period we are in now, and um, these numbers might not be possible. And maybe we can readjust them towards the end of the financial year, but it will have to be significant reduced numbers because quarter one and quarter two are already negatively affected. The number of schools, hubs, and number of um, clubs provided with equipment and or attire as per the established norms and standards. This target will be, we still think we can still achieve it. Uh, it's not necessarily that much affected because we can still buy this equipment and attire uh, even if then, uh, it is in the last 
two quarters of the financial year. Number of learners, and that is a target of 2,500. Then on the number of learners in the National School Sport uh, Championship per year, clearly this target is at high risk of not being achieved. The schools as we speak are closed and the dependence is big. The clubs are not operating. The same thing with the hubs are not opening. So the school sport championships per year uh, participation, we have already lost indigenous games are not going to happen as, as one of the examples as well as the other winter games and sporting games. So this target is definitely not likely not to be realized. Then the two point, and then the next one is um, the percentage of sport and recreation board is meeting 50%. In other ways, the transformation target. By saying that here, we're looking at 68.4%. If things stayed as they are, then it means the target will not have a, any changes. But because they will have their targets remaining on the charter of transformation. Then we move to the number of municipalities provided with technical and management support. Uh, we don't think this, um, if things change in the last two quarters, it might still be realizable. Then the community gyms and children's play parks are constructed. Because of the time it takes to construct this, we think maybe if things don't change, it do change in the last quarter as we continue with the local easing, we might still be able to achieve this 10. Number of learner, of number of heritage legacy projects, that are implemented, um, looking at the construction and the amount of work that is required, this target of two might not really be realized. It might be helped to one because one of the key things here has got budget implications of reducing the <laughs> The number of provincial resistance and liberation heritage um, uh, route sites developed in <laughs> But as we look at the budget reductions as well as the time it requires and the engagement of construction and the building and uh, industry that has been highly affected by this, we are thinking that this target will definitely be affected. And then on program three, we have a number of human language technology and the project submitted, and that is the target of six. Excuse me, did you, will you hold on a bit? Will you hold on a bit? Uh, they say they say a lot of there's a lot of interference in the waves here. Can members please please we plead with you? Some of our receptions are so bad. Switch off your mics and switch off your video so that we can so that the, the line can be clearer. You can continue this. No, thank you very much, Chair. And then, of course, and then and there was now on program three, and uh, the target there of the multi-year human language technology projects, and uh, that because this is more about uh, technology systems, we don't think this target will be affected, and we have a target of six. Then the percentage of documents received, this also will not necessarily be affected in terms of translated and edited uh, into the different languages, um, and, and both at a technical level or whether we are producing dictionaries or translating for the um, different institutions and government departments. So we will say we'll still do that 100%. And then the buzzer is awarded for the development of qualified uh, language practitioners, particularly in the indigenous languages area. 
uh, that that target is of 300. But as we can see here, that the universities are not operating, and we are not. We, we will have to revise this target uh, possibly because of the impact that COVID has in education, as well as then looking at the budget. Uh, but the number of then local and international market access to enable um, our creatives to be able to sell their craft and be able to participate and uh, showcase what they can do internationally. The borders are closed. There are no flights. Uh, clearly, this target is at a high, high level of risk. And uh, otherwise, we'll have to look at alternative measures such as digital and online platforms, exhibitions, and all those. But it is a target that is at risk and that will already is seriously impacting on our creatives as we speak. And then also then the capacity building projects financially supported, uh, this would uh, require attendance unless we have to review this and look at other modes of delivery uh, and mechanisms. And therefore this target is also definitely at risk as we speak in the first quarter, we have not done anything and the second quarter might have the same problem. <clears throat> the number of that was 20, so we are envisaging that we might end up with about five. The number of provincial community arts development programs implemented, we are looking at nine. This we are thinking we maybe if we still finalize towards the last quarter, we might be able to still achieve. Number of international engagement coordinated, this involves things like um, COVID, uh, sorry, like uh, market uh, so, and cultural seasons and exporting our, again, uh, giving a greater attention to the creatives for them to be able to then exercise uh, their, uh, their, their practice internationally. And we don't think these engagements are likely to happen, but this includes also participation in multilateral and uh, bilateral engagements, whether in the continent or at UN level, for instance. Number of moral regeneration movement projects financially supported, that we will continue to provide financial support and then moral regeneration will see how best they execute that and we work with them. But the number of community conversations, dialogues held to foster social interaction, uh, these uh, <coughs> are usually preceding the national days. And national days are hard as hit at the moment, but uh, depending on how the lockdown easing happens, this target will have to be revised and may be implemented in the last quarter, but at a reduced level. The number of youth focused arts programs, uh, development programs, uh, remains at four. The number of advocacy platforms on social cohesion by social advocates, cohesion advocates. This also because it's more about conduct and more about uh, really in, in the room um, or classroom mode of delivery will require review and will have to be reduced and then look at new mechanisms also and modes of delivery. But social cohesion advocates play a crucial role in making sure that we mitigate the <clears throat> challenges that we still face uh, in moving from the old mindset into the values of the new constitution and building a new nation. Overarching social compact, these are the various compacts that we need to proceed based on the social compact uh, summit that was held and therefore then to roll this out to make sure that all sectors of society are brought on board. And um, already we are targeting four, but that uh, one was to buy one per quarter, and the two quarters are already gone, and we'll have to look at revising this also target. 
The next target was re- is relating to the public awareness activations on the identity issues. That is hashtag I'm the flag campaign, for instance, and that these campaigns are going to be definitely affected uh, with the programs that are on hold due to COVID-19. Number of projects in the creative industry supported through Mzansi Golden Economy, a program with a target of 88, and uh, clearly this is one of the hardest hit area as we speak now, because some of the projects will not take place even as we speak, and even in quarter two, we foresee that this is not going to be likely. So this 88 might be reduced very drastically. Number of artists placed in school per year, this number also is likely to be reduced because the more quarters we lose, it means we cannot place learners, uh, place artists in those schools to transfer skills in terms of the arts as a content of the curriculum uh, in the schools. Number of reports produced by SACO, this will not necessarily need because this is just research-based uh, programs. Then the last program is program four that deals with heritage. The number of students awarded with heritage bursary is 65. This might be really affected, but we are going to look at whether the schools and the universities are going to open. And because we believe this is one of the crucial areas for the issue of uh, memorization and ensuring that uh, our heritage is, is really having the expert skills that we need. Number of books documenting living human treasures published uh, remains at two. We still think, although it is time to really create a, a living treasures a documentary, uh, it's not just about interviewing today. It's about really dealing with the craft of what that living treasure has been able to do differently so that it is documented and transferred to next generations. So this, we have not yet looked at adjustment, but it has just impacts on the issue of travel, uh, COVID has on it, as well as face-to-face interviews that might be affected. Then monumental flag installed, a feasibility study, and a report on the monumental flag is submitted at this stage. And we think we might still be able to finish this, uh, either then using over and above uh, other information is to utilize possibly the desktop methodologies uh, just to finalize, because at least we had started with this in the previous financial year. Workshops to advance knowledge on national symbols, including flag, and uh, that these workshops might be reduced because they were designed to be three per quarter. Honorable Chair, uh, then we have the number of heritage policies developed, and uh, that was the focus of repatriation policy one that is planned to be developed. And then the National Archives infrastructure upgraded uh, to make sure that we've got a state-of-the-art National Archives and uh, that feasibility study report at least has been done, so that we might not be needing that. Then the number of newly built modular libraries or brick and mortar libraries, 29 here to make sure that there is access to information and knowledge, but uh, looking at the situation as we are now, this target will be also hard as hit because you cannot have construction um, that might complete as soon as you want in the next nine months or beyond the next nine months. Then, of course, the transformation of the landscape of the heritage, uh, among those is about the geographical names as well as the statues. So here we have three cases that we normally have to make sure that we move away from the apartheid names uh, that we currently have in some of our 
countries, whether it's national uh, or provincial level. So in a nutshell, Honorable Chair, that is um, the APP that we're going to present. You will note that there is nothing that, there is nothing that talks to COVID. Yet we had to reprioritize the budget of 150 million rand alone just to deal with the the essence of um, of, of the relief. Over and above that, there is a planned look at a cut of the budget to contribute to economic recovery, and that affects all departments. As as the Minister of Finance looks into that, but also thirdly that uh, the relief uh, the budget needs to be prioritized. So, Honourable, what was planned under the old normal, we are now having to deal with the new normal and revise this APP. And our assessment is that more than 50% or so of these targets will have to be redone. Thank you. I don't know if Honourable Chair, then we can have the CFO on the budget. Um, CFO, yes, go ahead. Uh, CFO, can you unmute? Excuse me, Chairperson. Mr. Jaisa, can you switch off your microphone? Thank you. Hello? Thank you. Uh, good, good, good morning, honorable members, uh, honorable minister, and honorable uh, DM. The budget for the department uh, was uh, the presentation outline is easier, but uh, I'll just focus on the summary of the allocation for the department. As, as per the discussion, this allocation is going to change as the APP and the new budget are presented to the honorable members. If we can go to slide number 66, where we are showing the allocation of the department per program. You will see that, uh, yes, on this slide, that the allocation for the department in the current financial year is 5.7 billion, increasing to 6 billion in 2021 22 and to 6.2 billion in 21 Program one administration is allocated for 5.1 million. And if we want to proceed to the economic classification, for your compensation of employees for the current financial year, you've got the, yes, 407 million. And on goods and services, the department has been allocated six, 610 million. On transfers and subsidies, the total allocation is 4.4 billion. And in that, you have got an allocation for our provinces and municipalities at two billion. You have got also allocation, allocation for the departmental agencies and accounts for 1.8 billion. You have got allocation for higher education, uh, 6.7 million. Foreign government and international for 5 million. Just hold on a just hold on a bit. Just hold on a bit here for this. There's somebody who's raising a point of order. What's the point of order? The slide is not moving with us. This is page 61 here, but uh, the, the CFO is, is, is reading some, somewhere else. Can you have the slide within, please? Thank you, Chair. 
those who are able to see slides, make sure that, uh, uh, or whoever is running the slides, make sure that the slides talk to what is what the person is talking to. The yes, CFO yes, should talk to the slides. Okay. Yes, we are still on the slide talking to the budget summary per economic classification. I've, I've, I've just dealt with the transfers and subsidies. Higher education, I said, is uh, 6.7 million. Foreign government is 5 million. And public corporation and private organization is 112 million. If we go to the next slide, the non-profit institutions are allocated 400 million, households 31 million. And we've got also an allocation for infrastructure project in terms of capital for 209 million, of which 11 million is for machinery and equipment, and 197 million for uh, heritage asset uh, construction. Then if we go to the next slide, it shows us how this 5.7 billion is being spent. If you look at this pie graph, it shows clearly that 79% uh, of the departmental allocation is spent outside the department. That is, is transfers to provinces, transfers to public entities, and transfers for the Mzanzi Golden Economy. Only 21% of the budget is spent within the department, of which 1.2, uh, of which 21% of the, that total budget. In that uh, 21 percent, I've already indicated that 407 million is for compensation of employees. If we go to the next slide, then it gives us a breakdown of how the money is spent within the department. 33 percent of, of, of that, it goes to compensation of employees, and then uh, goods and services, almost 50% at 611 million, and machinery equipment, 1%, heritage assets, 16%. If we look at the next slide where we show that how is the department money being spent outside the department, the provinces receive a 2 billion of, of that uh, allocation, of which the, the 2 billion is mainly for the library conditional grant as well as the mass participation and development grant in that uh, two billion then you've got your departmental agencies which is basically our public entities where they go along with an allocation of 1.8 billion and you can see that public courts they've got three percent household one percent Non-profit institution, 9%, and higher education institution, almost uh, uh, 0%. In terms of the budget summary per program, I will not uh, dwell into this one. However, I would like to go to uh, the slide that indicated the funds that have been ringed first. If we go to the next slide. Yeah, here we go. Here is the allocation that has been ring-fenced. And if we say an allocation is ring-fenced, is that this allocation cannot be increased or decreased without consulting with National Treasury. 
community libraries, national expenditure is 32 million, Pansal, 125 million, National Film and Video Foundation, 145 million, Bazari for Heritage Asset, 6.5 million, and the allocation for the Mzanzi Golden Economy Project, 322 million. Next slide, please. And then uh, we've also have got earmarked or funds fund for our infrastructure project, Capital West for public entities, 207 million, Legacy Project, 164 of public spaces, 16 million, Heritage Asset, uh, 65 million. Next slide, please. And then the other earmarked funds is for the one we mentioned that is allocation for the uh, library conditional grant as well as the mass participation and sport development grant of two billion and the compensation of employees. And this also is earmarked funds for our uh, associations like Love Life, 40 million, for the Sports Sporting Federation, 112 million, for the Sports Trust, 24 million, and oversight support for, for sports infrastructure project at municipalities of 11 million. Next slide, please. And then the next slide shows you how the province's library conditional grant is allocated. As you can see, different provinces are allocated the conditional grant uh, in, in, in the allocation of in total of 1.4 billion. If we go to the next slide, is talking to the allocation for the mass participation and sport development grant. Also, the provincial allocation are indicated on the slide. Then we, we've got also allocation to our public entities for operational expenditure. And so this is the allocation per public entity. In the next uh, slide is also allocation. You can see ASCAPE, Market Theatre, how they are allocated. And in, in, in summer, I can say, until the end of the presentation for the public entities in terms of current expenditure, and the final slide shows allocation for capital expenditure. I can say that is the summary of the budget allocation. I thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, uh, CFO, uh, for the for the for the for the for the for the figures you have just given us. Um, are there other people who want to make additions from your side? That side. Anyone who wants to make addition? It's none. Um, Honor member, yes, the, the we are given the input by the by the department on this uh, annual performance plan. Uh, it's time now for questions of clarity and let us engage. Uh, from me, uh, um, honourable minister, to your. Uh, in the light of the recent two measures between these two departments, between the two departments to form one, um, outline how this department, I mean, outline how they will be streamlining and simplifying administrative processes 
That is, and the other issues that are problem is that when we merge two uh, departments, you'll be having two DGs, double of everything. How far are you in terms of working out your your organogram? Um, yeah, uh, honorable members, those are members can engage and ask questions. Uh, may we take show of hands who's, who wants to talk? And everybody is going to be given three minutes, not more than three minutes, because we're running out of time. Um, can the admin help me with those who wants to talk so that they give me the names? Mshongo. Are there other names? I only had the name of uh, Honorable Mshongo. We also have Mr. Siabi, Chairperson. Siabi, yes. We Siabi. also have Mr. Maleka. Maleka. Yes. Yeah. And we also have Ms. Lutuli. Lutuli. Those are the names, so, and Ms. Christians. Christian. Christian. Yes, those are the names so far, Chairperson. Five people. Uh, Honorable Msongo. Thank you, Chair. Uh, you have your, your three minutes. Thank you, Chair. Chair, I wanted to I welcome the presentation. I wanted to find out why the department still has this program, Ebizwa Imzansi Golden. And I wanted to find out its success before and after COVID. And I will believe that this project must be revisited. And there must be an alternative for us to make sure that we create job opportunities for our brothers and sisters. Another issue just generally wanted to find out, are we called sports, arts and culture or sports, arts and culture? Because they have two Twitter accounts. There's Sports, arts and culture, there's arts and culture. Now, which is, can you have one Twitter account? Can you have one name, which you must understand? Is it arts, is it sports, arts and culture, or is it sport? Because there's a T, there's no S. Sometimes they use that. That is my question for now. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thanks, Honorable Siabi. Thanks, Chair. And let me also welcome the, the presentation. My first question is, uh, the department envisaged to work with SASCOC to ensure good governance uh, will prevail in that uh, federation. How is the department going to facilitate this? Noting that SASCOC is experiencing its own challenges related to, to good governance. Can we be assured that this will this will work. And uh, my second question is, uh, there were issues raised by the AG um, with regard to the APP. How have the recommendations from the AG factored into the current APP that was, uh, that was presented? And my last question for now, Chair, it's a uh, there's always been concerns about uh, the issue of factoring in 
women empowerment, people with disabilities, the issue of uh, gender-based violence in all departments. Is our department with this APP, has it considered those? Are they factored in? Thanks, Chair. Uh, thanks, Honorable Siabi. Um, Honorable Maleka. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, I've got two questions. Uh, according to the presentation submitted with this program, two targets relating to major heritage projects are affected due to the budget reductions. If we check mm. on slide 44, the target for the number of heritage, heritage legacy projects implemented has been reduced from two to one, while the target for the number of provincial resistance and RLHR sites develop and manage is reduced from nine to three. So I want to check if these are indeed budget reduction or have funds been reprioritized. The other one, Chairperson, as per the APP, the two heritage legacy projects planned for this financial year are the Sarah Bantam Center and Rembrandt and the annual gain cultural, which, which project is affected and can the department provide the rationale behind selecting the, which projects are to stall? And Chairperson, which of the RLHR EMAC sites are affected by the post-COVID-19 adjustment? Thank you, Chairperson. Thanks, uh, Honorable Maleka. Uh, Honorable Madan Donald Tull. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, uh, one would like to know uh, from the department uh, that we understand that there has been uh, a recent match between the department. So how, how can the department outline on how they will uh, be stream, streamlining and uh, their administration processes to improve support services when you add it to the organization to promote and optimize our compliance. Thank you, Chairperson. Thanks a lot, uh, Madam Dona. Um, Honorable Christian. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, I just want to know whether the department is going to, when they have a relook at the budgets, um, they have to look at the number of um, uh, athletes that they are going to be supporting during the Olympic Games. I see that they have reduced this number from 80 to 40. And I know mention was made of it during the um, presentation. But um, why this reduction? And will it not influence their target negatively? Because they had said that their target for the Olympic Games would be 10 medals for South Africa. So in reducing um, the support for these athletes from 80 to 40, will it not have a negative influence then on that particular target? And then also I would like to speak about um, the department has mentioned that they will be rolling out the anti-femicide campaigns in selected communities um, through community conversations, after-school programs, etc. However, due to COVID-19 pandemic, 
um, there might be a significant reduction or um, decrease in their efforts in getting this right. Um, and also more worrying is um, that violence against women and girls have obviously intensified during this period. Is the department therefore putting more measures in place to minimize gender-based violence in South Africa and using the rollout of those that anti-femicide campaign um, during this time to see to it that um, there is a reduction in this particular um, uh, this particular um, pandemic also in our country. And then my last question is also with regard to assisting our athletes. There has been a reduction in the athletes supported by the sports academies from 3,700 to 1,850. Now, um, our athletes need more support now than ever before. So my question is also, um, why is there um, not an increase in this number and instead there is a decrease? Thank you very much, Chairperson. Um, thanks, uh, Honourable Christians. Uh, are there other questions from members? Yes, I also have three questions. It's it's a uh, it's Fandek, Honorable Fandek, Honorable Jolani Dongeni, Majingozi and Baha. Thank you, Chairperson. Okay. Yes, uh, right. Honorable Fandek. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Thank you for the presentation. Um, my my first question is, um, if we can maybe as a committee get an update of the progress to date um, of the cultural and creative Indus industries uh, federation of uh, South Africa. And how they are, how they are assisting, or is assisting um, uh, our artists in during this COVID uh, period. Um, if it will be possible for us to get how much funding will be made available um, to the CCIFSA, that will also be very helpful. Then um, on slide 50 of the presentation to the committee, the department indicates that the are no post-COVID-19 adjust, uh, adjustments to the target uh, 29 newly built um, uh, and all modular uh, uh, libraries supported. Um, um, in the, uh, uh, during, uh, uh, with the current level of risk-adjusted uh, strategy, um, how will this be affected by uh, the construction of these libraries? How will this be affected by the um, uh, COVID? And are the department, are they, uh, is the department actually considering to continue or proceed as, as planned? Uh, my last question, let me just get there. Um, I also want to mention that all the items listed in the Minister of Finance, uh, the budget speech of 2019, um, they are included in the 2021 APP. And um, 
Specifically, the minister noted officials from the National Treasury and the Department of Arts and Culture will consider proposals for development of new a new national theatre, a new national museum, and also financial support for the, the national archives, um, a national orchestra and a ballet troupe. Um, uh, can the department actually clarify if this position is still um, fun, uh, if there's still a position to financially support a ballet troupe? And then from my side, I also want to um, um, request, when we consider to build new um, uh, museums, etc. Can we not first look at the uh, uh, existing ones? Because we've got two, uh, like Ezekiel oh, Museums in Cape Town, that's, not in, um, is, that's closed and not working at the moment. So um, it's important that we uh, make sure that the, the properties that we have and the uh, entities, that they're in a working condition. So before we start rebuilding new uh, museums and stuff. Make sure someone is speaking alongside i'm so sorry uh, just honor members please 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 can you mute your phone your 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 microphones please because now we are hearing what you are discussing in your families we don't know what you are cooking for lunch today please um honorable funding the floor is could you could you hear what i was saying no, I couldn't because those. Okay. There was um, which, could you could you hear the first two questions? Did I hear what? Did you hear any of my questions? No, I did not. There was noise. Okay, so I must repeat them. All. So I just thought that maybe other people were hearing what you are saying. Okay, Chairperson, the first one is uh, if we can get an update of the progress to date of the culture. Excuse me, uh, Honorable Fender, if you could just summarize what you said, just briefly. Yes, there's three questions. Uh, the one yes. is re with regards to the funding of the culture, the uh, CCISA, uh, and how they are assisting our uh, uh, artists. Then there was a question on the libraries that were supposed to be built, and is that still uh, viable? in this okay, uh, taking yeah. consider because the, it doesn't say that there's going to be changes. And then the th third one is, again, referring to a museum, national museum, and um, um, also theatres, etc., that will be built. But um, we have uh, these entities that are still not functioning properly. And we are, uh, my suggestion is, is there money for the, these proposals uh, first? And then also, why don't we uh, use the money to make sure that the properties and the entities that we have or in a proper working condition before we start building new ones. Okay. Are you done? Honorable Fandega, are you Thank done? You. You're done. Uh, Honorable. Thank you. Honorable Fandega. Yes. Honorable. Yes, Honorable Fandek is, is done. Yeah, um, Honorable uh, Zulani, the co-chair, the floor is yours. Thank seat. you. Thank you, co-chair. Uh, I've got uh, only two questions. I would love to check with the department. Are you coping? Can you give us a report about the invoice issues 
that uh, they if, from the provinces that do they um, do what is expected of the 30 days uh, payment. And then the next question is that uh, I would love uh, to understand how far with you with uh, our our white paper is this lockdown is not uh, going to give you a hard time that you cannot meet the targets and of the finishing the the, the white paper issue i thank you uh, thank, thanks a lot chair um the other thing I would like to know also, uh, Minister, Honorable Minister, that uh, do you have any relationship as a department, as this new department, with uh, kings and queens in this province? Is there, I mean, in this country, are there allocation to those? If there is any, what is their allocation if they're given any allocation? And um, most uh, heritage sites, my neck tells me will be linked to some of the traditional authorities. And how many of the heritage sites that are uh, uh, financed or run by the department, how many of them are in traditional authorities and what are those authorities and the value of those uh, sites? Thank you. Um, Ngozi. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, you, you, you just touched on, on, on the question that I, I wanted to ask. Uh, anyway, um, the question is, uh, why, why do we have different monies allocated for, for our different kings in South Africa? And uh, how is the allocation being done? And uh, how, how is it done, basically? So uh, that's my question. The second one is, do we have monies Allocated to kickstart uh, the 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 plans uh, to introduce our indigenous languages in our schools at all levels, and if and if we have, how serious and and how quick will that be uh, introduced? Thank you, Chair. Uh, thanks, Honorable Majingozi. Uh, Honorable Baha, the voice is yours, Mnomza. Jefferson, um, let me welcome the presentation by, by the department. Um, one question for me is, um, if I remember quite well, um, the merger of the two departments um, was, I think the deadline was the end of March, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know probably because of COVID-19, probably that uh, has not been achieved. But I just wanted to get a sense of um, what progress has been made in, 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 in the merger of both uh, sports and arts and culture department. Um, and uh, the other one, Chairperson, is uh, I want to make a request that, Chair, probably in the, in the next meeting, uh, that uh, we be provided by progress made in terms of responding to COVID-19 on the actuals now of what has been done, what is outstanding, the breakdown of the requests received and which ones were positively responded to and those that might have been uh, declined on what 
basis and so on, so that we, we get a sense of how far we're going in terms of responding to COVID-19. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, thanks, Honorable Baha. Uh, I think we should give to the time to the minister to respond so that we more or less get uh, our questions answered. But I know that we may, the minister, the team may not answer all those questions in this sitting. But that uh, in the next meeting, those questions should be uh, answered. And that uh, going forward, members should write questions and give them to the to the committee secretaries so that we can give the department those questions in time. Thanks a lot. Uh, may I give over to the minister for the, and the team to respond to the questions of the members? Thank you, Chair, and um, and thanks to honourable members uh, for their uh, the questions they've raised. Uh, perhaps, Chair, I'll just um, make this uh, comment first uh, before the, some of the specific questions uh, on, 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 on issues which were raised earlier on. Just to say, honourable members, uh, we would not be guided by uh, feelings uh, uh, in dealing with the issue of COVID-19. What will guide us is the scientific evidence which would be given by experts. Whatever the situation, whatever the pressures, we are not going to deviate from the scientific uh, uh, counsel, as it were. So I want us, as we come back, to discuss about which uh, part of our work is uh, uh, is uh, and what is not and so on, at which alert uh, level uh, we go into, you must know that fundamentally we'll be guided by uh, scientific evidence. Secondly, uh, Honorable Madlingos is raising the issue of broadcasters and having to play local content and so on and us pleading with them. No, we'll continue to plead. We are not going to uh, to force them. Uh, we'll continue to plead with them, precisely because the public broadcaster, for instance, uh, is not one of the entities of this department's board arts and culture. So we're, in, 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 we're engaging, and continuously so, with the department communications, which is responsible. Otherwise, you are the very one who's going to come back tomorrow and say uh, that uh, our department uh, is um, is interfering. So that's it will continue that will continue engaging them uh, and our colleagues at communications. Chair, the question you asked uh, is a very important one uh, and uh, which needs some, uh, you know, uh, briefing at some point. We have what we call the National Macro Organization of Government. Uh, we call it NMOC. NMOC is the framework of the merging departments, of the departments which were changing their character and so on. So we've been engaged in that process over a period of time. And as one member has said here, uh, put a deadline for ourselves that at that time, we would be one department, which is sport, arts, and culture. So uh, we 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 are uh, actually 
everything now, there's no, no double everything. There's one teacher now. You know that there were two teachers. There's one director general, and there are two teachers, uh, you know, responsible for different programs. Uh, at, the, at that level, uh, things are, 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 are moving uh, quite well. Secondly, Honorable uh, Mflongo, perhaps it's important just uh, as part of uh, sharing uh, ideas and information about the concept Mzansi Golden Economy. Uh, because if we understand that, uh, it would be easy then to engage going forward. The assertion we are making here is that this uh, sector, the creative sector, is the second gold of South Africa after the, the gold, the mining, uh, you know, uh, have been depleted over a period of time. And this is the area which is growing. And therefore, the Mzansi Golden Economy refers to the entire sector, but it has a program. And this program um, is about the funding, the supporting, the developing of the creatives. So if you want statistics, we'll give you statistics. But I think it would be incorrect to start by suggesting that uh, we must change uh, the focus of Zanzi Golden Economy. Uh, it's not only a departmental program. Uh, it's rational, is, is accepted and understood by government as a whole, such that even when the, the, the budget uh, is made from the treasury, there is a very deliberate portion from Zanzi Golden Economy because the need to promote, to develop and support the creatives will always be there. So it will never change. It, it, it's always uh, going to be us. But in terms of the actual statistics, what it has uh, uh, achieved so far and so on, that would be uh, uh, availed as and when we, we get time for that. Honorable Siabi, on the issue of, of SASCOG, <clears throat> the governance and good governance uh, is, is <clears throat> the worry I have, especially with regards to uh, institutions and entities uh, of the department. SASCOG is one of them. Uh, let me uh, take this opportunity to clarify a misconception about how we've been interacting with SASCOG. SASCOG is important as the confederation of sport in this country. And um, uh, sport in this country would uh, stand or fall based on uh, the potency and effectiveness of SASCOG. So we've, we've engaged SASCOG. In fact, there's no entity I've engaged and set with uh, since I was appointed as the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, then SASCOG. One, to ensure that they implement the, 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 the Zulman report. Two, look at the issues of uh, corporate governance uh, among within uh, SASCOG, as it were. So we've done all those things. Um, <clears throat> at some point, we reached a point because we, we saw that there's a deliberate delay uh, on some of the uh, issue governance. We engage, we agreed on time, they never met that time. 
as the minister, I reached a point to say that sport and sporting bodies, especially IOC, must deal with this matter. And we said, because we don't want this government to come in and get accused of interference and so on. So we want sporting bodies to deal with their matters. We only come in when we see that there is no movement. We raised it with IOC, and IOC agreed with us that there are serious problems at Saskok. But they also said they think that they would love to give Saskok another chance. And we, we accepted that. But I made a point to IOC that I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that Saskok is ready and wants to deal with its own internal problems. I have my reservations, but we'll give Saskok report. We'll wait and see. Where they need support, we'll give them support. And that's where we are uh, with Saskok. We've never interfered. And we we don't intend to run Saskok. Uh, we, we have a lot uh, on our plate uh, to do and to run. So we want sport to run their matters of sport. But we are not going to sit and fold our arms when things are not uh, happening correctly. We'll always take uh, our, 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 our point and ensure that things are done correctly there. The issue of SIFSA. Firstly, Honorable Van Dijk, is to understand why SIFSA was formed, uh, the Cultural and Creative uh, Federation Industries of South Africa. It was formed to galvanize one voice of the industry so that government is not going to be able to deal with hundreds of thousands of groups all over the country. Um, and, and that's the major thing. Uh, for us to be in touch with what is happening within the creative and cultural industry, we needed that voice. So they have achieved that in the sense that the many an organization within the space understand that there is this federation which is existing, uh, which is raising issues related to the creatives and cultural practitioners with government. So for us, that is a very important and fundamental point. The, the, the example is the period we find ourselves in. The period we find ourselves in uh, is a period we need a lot of working together. And uh, CIFSA has been able to take its role in ensuring that we hear uh, what the creatives are saying. And uh, it will continue that way. When CIFSA was formed, <clears throat> the understanding was that then uh, annually they were supported uh, for the MTF period, which is three years was 15,000 rands. And uh, I think the last time they were uh, funded would have been in 2017 or 20, yeah, 2017 or 2016, that DG will uh, uh, correct me there. So they have never been funded since. But they are not going to be able to fulfill this mammoth task if they are not funded. So the, the budget and the budgeting process will talk to that. The issue about the New National Theatre and the, the troupe, uh, Philharmonic Orchestra and so on, uh, those processes are on. Uh, there's been a feasibility study on the New National uh, Theatre, as it were, and uh, 
that is uh, ongoing. But uh, other things uh, are being uh, 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 followed up uh, on this area. On the white paper, I want the Honourable uh, Co-Chairpersons uh, to firstly <laughs> express my uh, gratitude and appreciation uh, uh, and that of the department and the minister as a whole of this sixth administration and this uh, committee uh, in particular for uh, adopting the white paper. Uh, and uh, as things stand now, all the aspects of white paper are subject to implementation. So we will be implementing what is in the white paper so that we are able to uh, um, uh, respond to some of the very uh, critical challenges. And one of them, uh, which was not there uh, before the white paper was uh, revised, was the technical events and, and, and production sector, uh, I mean, uh, section of the sector. Uh, and many others. Uh, so uh, the issue of uh, uh, reorganizing and amalgamating the 25 entities we have uh, is, is one other things which would be uh, uh, dealing with as we go forward. Honorable Chair, your question about the kings and queens and, and chiefs and so on, um, <clears throat> Let me say that uh, we have about 11 uh, heritage centers we, we support financially uh, as, as, uh, as the department. And these are the ones which are subject to this amalgamation we're talking about. Um, no, we don't allocate anything to kings and chiefs. Um, there's, there's nothing we allocate to them. Remember that there is a Department of Traditional Affairs uh, which look into the whole issue, uh, the whole set of issues uh, Chairperson raised about uh, the kings, uh, the heritage in their places and so on and so forth. What we do is to enhance programs and projects which would be uh, proposals. And with, within the MGE, for instance, uh, and within the, the uh, heritage uh, uh, promotion and, and preservation uh, uh, unit of the, or branch of, of the department, as and when there are certain uh, proposals, they are looked into based on their criteria and, 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 and feasibility, as it were. So, Insofar as that is concerned, uh, and, and I can make examples, uh, the National Heritage uh, Council, the War Museum, Sunduzi, uh, Ngome, uh, Freedom Park, Lutuli, and so on, uh, Robben Island, those are the ones we are uh, allocating funds, we are funding, we are supporting uh, as the department. But many others get supported by provinces and, and some, uh, by local municipalities, district uh, municipalities, and metros, and so on. So that's that's how things go uh, in the in this area, as it were. I would I would leave uh, the issues related to the AG, uh, the CFO, and the other matters. Uh, the uh, DG would be able to deal with uh, the prioritization of Sarapartman 
Enyogeni or other heritage sites and so on. So uh, those uh, I, would, I would leave with the, the, both the Deputy Minister uh, and uh, the DG. Thank you, Chair. Thanks, thanks a lot, uh, uh, Honourable Minister. Um, does the GM wants to to pop in, or should we give to the DG to answer some of the questions? Who wants to come first between the DG and the GM? That's okay, fair. DG, I, you I, can I, answer some. Yeah, I was gonna say, Chair, I'm allowing the DG and the CFO to come in. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, in that order. No, no, thanks very much, uh, Honorable Chair. Maybe first I must just uh, to, to answer the questions related to the targets being changed. That um, these were, we were just being proactive to say the likely impact, but we need to go back after this, as we indicated earlier, that these targets are going to be impacted upon. And at this stage, the main uh, envisioning um, exercise about the impact of COVID on them was merely really about time and space. That if you look at time in which they were timed in our plans, they need to then be revisited because it's a period of lockdown in the first quarter. But the essence and the scientific analysis on the budget side, uh, based on the reprioritization to respond particularly to both pillar one and pillar two of the government's approach to containment of this, that is the health pillar issue and the social distress, clearly the budgets are going to be cut. And therefore, for us to come back to the portfolio committee and then COP, we'll then be able to provide that those answers based on really the impact budget has had because when the new budget is possibly under the revised uh, appropriation bill happens, clearly the department would then have a sense of how much budget is really available on programs. Uh, and that is when overall our response will be guided by the issue of the budget. But we already know that that is the area that is gonna be affected. So these targets, as we give them to the house, are mainly based on time in particular at which they were going to happen and the anticipation of when will likely the levels of lockdown be changing. And, and that is how we came to those numbers. So we, I would appeal rather that at this stage, if we respond to one by one, we will really not be doing justice uh, to the portfolio committee and the NCOP. And rather we go back to the first proposal of us having to come back uh, when we have revised this and took a, taken into account the whole impact of COVID-19 on the departmental strategy and the APP. However, on the, on the issue of women, um, if we look at the issue of women targets, if we go to our presentation on slide 31, you will realize that these are mandatory targets, both people with disabilities as well as um, women, and that we are indeed, uh, particularly at a level of senior management, that 50% is what we are achieving 
uh, we only lose that as and when, in fact, uh, one of them um, of the female senior managers maybe gets greener past chance or leaves the department. But we have always strived to operate in filling the post at higher than 50% of way of women, so that even if that was to happen, we still don't fall below 50%. It's the same thing with the issue of people with disability, um, is that uh, we are at 2.1% um, as we speak now in terms of baseline, yet uh, the target nationally is that of, two, of 2%. So we try, because these are mandatory targets, we have to make sure that we meet them in our in our work that we do. So when we fill in the posts uh, in particular, but also when we profile people who must indicate in terms of their disabilities, we also have to do that. We've got a unit that deals with uh, wellness in the department also, and the unit that deals with them um, uh, under the IG integrated governance, that deals with the elements relating to how we respond to also the issues of GBV and, and they're having very focused programs around that. So, Honorable Chair, uh, that is a dedicated, there's a director who just deals with that aspect, is appointed to focus on the vulnerable groups uh, in the department and have those programs that are then developed in line with that. And then the issue of um, the AG, I think the CFO can, or um, in fact, in terms of the APP, it won't even be CFO, Sakiwo is here, and, and there is a very clear indication on how we responded, and we will document on all the issues that were raised by the AG. Uh, for instance, if we talk about which targets must be moved from strategy to operational plan, and we have an outline of per program, which ones we moved uh, from that level to the APP, to the operational plan level, but also in terms of targets that they said we must refine in line with the technical indicator descriptors, we have done that. So maybe Sakiwa can just summarize a little bit after my inputs on that area. I think um, Minister has covered a number of other programs, honorable chair, or questions that have been raised. Um, I'm just trying to check um, because the issue of the Olympics uh, budget, as we have indicated that when funding SASCOC is not only about Olympics, uh, we look at the overall program that they have in terms of business plan, and then we, we fund them and we have continued to fund them. So this will be revised as we look at how um, the, the impact on terms of national international Olympics uh, way forward. We emphasize that in terms of that also, we looked at the issue that there is a need for preparations because athletes do not end up in all in the international on the international stage. So funding is not just about um, administration there; it's about also support in relation to that. So uh, that is how we are managing the budget around SASCOC and the Olympics uh, for the country, so that we still have athletes who participate when the Olympics then do happen. Um, as has been pronounced by the by IOC. So uh, I think um, the issue of the libraries, I've responded, Chair, that um, 
uh, in terms of us the revised budget uh, tar- uh, sorry targets we would rather that we come with a full detail about when we present the new budget those were just indicators based on both budget and time that things were going to happen and looking at how we're going to reprioritize the budget we then said when we come to the committee we just indicate the likely implications but we can do that best once it's processed in the department looking at the overall impact of COVID-19. But we, we did look at those two key areas at the time. Um, the 30-day payment, I think uh, we will remember that uh, indeed when the AG raised this matter, uh, it was in particular on the side of uh, sport. Let me just emphasize to the honorable members that when the audit is going to happen, is uh, for the 1920, it's going to happen on two departments, uh, the former SRSA department as well as the former DAC. So there is a process of dealing with that. So the issue was being raised in the context of sport here about 30 days, but then, then there were measures that were put in place as indicated, and that had moved to 97% already uh, when, we, when the AG reported and we are monitoring this uh, in both departments to make sure that we comply with the 30-day payment. Uh, Africa Day, the plan there is um, quite clear now that uh, we are not going to have um, the mass um, events, gathering events. We are working at various online strategies uh, that will assist to still have the celebration of the, of the Africa Day on the 25th. Uh, some of it will take the similar format as what happened with the Freedom Day. And um, we will try to have the, that uh, broadcast either pre-rocketed, uh, but also there will be other events that we can do where we won't need uh, people. The team is hard at work on that one as we speak. There was also a meeting and engagement with the presidency yesterday because our president is the chair of the AU, we needed to make sure that uh, he is able then to have the opportunity to, to have that message as a chair of the AU. So we are working also with the presidency in that regard. Uh, but there was also in line with the silencing of the guns uh, theme that uh, we are looking at partnering with some of the partners and neutralize Freedom Park as one of the sites for Freedom for the Africa Day. So the program is is just being uh, polished now because we are at an implementation of that program, but we had to change that strategy around it rather than the physical gatherings that we would normally have. Um, I think Minister has addressed the measures and the well as the, the monies allocated, whether monies are allocated to the kings and how is money allocated to different projects. Minister covered that directly by saying we do receive particularly proposals and we then look at those and we do the funding uh, based on that. So when we talk about examples of Enyogeni or Isipopo, if that was a request by the king, uh, and not that the department has simply selected king of um, uh, king Zulu of the Zulus and say, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. There was an initiative from their side and the department uh, to respond based on that. Uh, the same thing with the program of uh, King Inzas project that we have. It was also based on the request 
uh, from the side of the Royal House to say, what can you do with that? So then we responded based on those requests. So uh, I think um, um, if uh, they see, can I ask that uh, Sakiwo, can you just talk to the what there was raised by AG and what we have, how we have dealt with that? Thank you, Tichi. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thank you, honorable uh, members, um, the co-chairs, uh, the minister, and the deputy minister, and also the colleagues. I think uh, there were two major things that were raised by the AG around predetermined objectives. Um, the first one revolved around the SMART principle that you know, some of our indicators do not fully meet the whole aspects or elements of the SMART principle, and more specifically, the specificity. Um, because as you know, the SMART principles outline three or five elements, specificity, the measurability, achievability, the realist how realistic they are, and also the timelines. So we were found wanting on the specificity, and those that was an area of emphasis by the AG. And, and basically we said that we, we do have a TID, that tries to define some of these indicators. But the TID that is provided for by the planning framework does not have some of the elements that the AG is looking for. And that's why then there is the issue of specificity. Then we said, and we undertook with AG to say that to try and ameliorate that, we will have to develop um, detailed standard operating procedures to try and address those shortcomings that are identified in our TID framework. For example, the, the TID does not make provision for the definition of the criteria for each of the interventions that we are undertaking as a department. And as such, the SOP will then have to make provision for that so that the AG is comfortable with the criteria that is used. Similarly, or further, the TID does not make provision for the process mapping, which outlines the stages that are going to be undertaken for us to be able to achieve that particular target. And then we said that the SOPs then will have to make provision for that. So we have made that undertaking with AG to say that, yes, we acknowledge the shortcomings of the current TID framework, which is provided for in the planning framework. So we're going to reinforce that TID with detailed SOPs so that our indicators are responsive to all the elements you are looking for. So that is one aspect that we, 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 we made an undertaking. So the process of developing those SOPs is ongoing. We should be able to finalize the development of those within the next two weeks or so. But there is a program that is underway to make sure that we develop these SOPs and we actually guide the department and the colleagues in the department on how to actually respond and develop comprehensive SOPs. The other element that was raised by the AG was then the reduction of indicators and the shifting of some of the indicators to the operational plan. 
yes, we did say that uh, there are indicators that we had shifted, and we had to shift these indicators on the advice of some of our quality assurance providers, like the audit committee, the internal audit, because they felt that we had so many indicators in our APP, and some of them are not at the stage of um, they're not yet ready to be rolled out or implemented. So all those where we still have to do the necessary preparatory work, like your feasibility studies, for example, in some instances, we need to shift those to the operational plan because they are not yet at the stage of rolling them out, if I may put it that way. So those had to be shifted to the operational plan, some of them. And then we had to also make an undertaking to say that so that they don't, they are not lost uh, in the system or in the radar system. We will also develop those operational plans and present them to the auditors so that they can have comfort that we have not lost those indicators. And even further, to say that those indicators still will have their own detailed SOPs or standard operating procedures so that it is clear as to what is it that we're intending to do with those uh, indicators. So we have given them that assurance to say that they're not going to be lost in the system. They're going to be in the operational plan, but they are not yet at the, state, at the stage of implementation. or They are still at the stage of preparation so that we can then develop the program. Once the program is developed, then we can then elevate it to the, to the APP. So that is the position, um, honorable members, with regards to those two findings relating to predetermined objectives in the APP. Uh, DG? Yeah, no, thanks, Sakio. Uh, honorable Chair, maybe just the last yes. part. The, the last part, Chair, uh, Honorable Chair, was that one of um, maybe the issue of uh, what do you prioritize? refurbishment of museums or building new ones. Maybe I must emphasize here the, the essence of the new museum we're talking about. This is a museum that will be able to tell the undiluted history about our country. If you go uh, to Germany, you'll find that there are issues about uh, what happened with the, with the youth and uh, persecution and all those. If you go to Rwanda, you will find what happened with the genocide. If you go uh, and you look uh, around the, uh, generally in Africa, you will have real things that tell the real story about who we are and where we come from. So the reason for this uh, museum is really trying to avoid this sanitization of South African history. And that when people come here, they can be able to know where to go. Currently, the only thing next to the Liberation and Resistance Museum is Apartheid Museum in the private hands, and uh, it is not really telling the complete story about South Africa. So the issue of it being prioritized, irrespective of others that are in place, is about ensuring that our history is told. When you go there, you don't find, in one way or the other, some form of diluted history and then you are able to all agree that never again, as the former president Nelson Mandela on his inauguration day pronounced, that we can't have one being oppressed by another and we become the skunk of the world. That, that was the essence of the conceptualization of why we need to have a proper, real, 
Liberation and Resistance um, a Museum, which will include wars of resistance, uh, because it was not just about political uh, leadership that brought us where we are. It started long ago in terms of wars of resistance, uh, even by Amakosi uh, during those times. So it is important that this museum is indeed built and constructed, and it is not at the expense of others that need to be refurbished. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Um, are there other people who want to add into the questions to, to and answering the questions? Okay, well, what we'll do with this last uh, 10 minutes that we have, can we have members? Chair, maybe, uh, Chair, have, you forgotten, have you forgotten the deputy minister? No, not as yet. Okay. I All just right. want to take if, we, if okay. there are somebody who, wants, who feels that their question okay. was not answered okay. and that okay. uh, it's a life and death question so that okay. the DM can answer it when they go. Yeah. Thanks a lot. No, thank you very yeah. much, Chef. Yes, Chef. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, uh, the, the, the question about the, the uh, our, our NDV, indigenous languages and and if uh, there are plans for for monies to be uh, directed into into making it a reality where uh, our languages are being introduced in in, um, in 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 all our school levels. It was never uh, answered, you know, directly. And also this one of of the the South African kings, whether they are uh, all recognized equally, and they are, I don't think it was uh, made made clear. Thank you, Chair. Chair, we also have Inkosi, we also have Inkosi Lutuli. His hand is up. You have you have three minutes, then we'll give to the minister to answer the question. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Chair. In fact, my, my what I want to talk about is about the the traditional leaders uh, in the rural areas, because the minister uh, said something about it. He said we only supported about the about the municipalities and the and the provincial. So I would like to make a, a, a plea to him that uh, normally the, the, the department is not doing anything into our rural areas. Even himself, he can come down to the rural areas and have a look at it. He will yeah, find you're that. You're Sorry? Sorry? I, I, I'm saying that we haven't got anything showing that there are certain amount which normally transferred to the to the municipality or so that it can be used 
in the rural areas. Uh, secondly, even the municipality themselves, the money which, which they normally get from the department, it's, it's for those people in bracket, not for the, the, the traditional leaders, for, the, for their small heritage days or whatever, or, what, or whatever it is. Really, uh, yeah, your my reception is better than yours because um, uh, now that we cannot hear you, are our members able to hear what to hear him? Is he audible on your side? No, oh, no, he's up now, Chairperson. But Mr. Mshongo okay. doesn't. Yeah. No, no, but I think maybe let's give to the to, to the DM to to answer some of the questions so that we don't drag this meeting unnecessarily. Uh, DM. Thank you very much, Chair. It's your turn, actually. Yeah. We, yeah. Yes. Thank you very much, Chair, and and appreciation of the questions and inputs from members of both houses. Uh, my understanding, some of the inputs were not necessarily even questions, but they were inputs that were trying to assist the department in the strategic positioning of it as it goes back to prepare and, and actually look at how it's supposed to serve the community. And some of the inputs that they have made would then assist as we go back to look at the APP and the STRAT plan to actually make sure that some of the inputs are actually effected in that planning. So I actually appreciate this moment because we wouldn't have had these inputs to assist us when we go back to, to prepare. And most of the questions have been answered. But I just wanted to re-emphasize one fact about the, the fact that the, the two departments are one now. And members will remember that in the, in, in the interaction with the AG, there were specific questions about why do we still have an acting CFO and an acting DG. And I wanted to answer that, particularly from the chair from the NCOP, because he asked that question. And I hope now it is clarified that we've got only one DG in the department, uh, that is DG Mkhize. Uh, we, we would have had an acting DG at the sport department, but because now we are one department, uh, DG Sumaya Khan is no longer the acting DG. But in some instances, when we come to committees, she would also still appear as, as acting DG because we are still doing an audit of the financial year where she was still acting DG. And therefore, the, 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 the names that would say acting CFO, acting DG in relation to sport would appear until we, we have tabled that report to yourselves of the audited statements from, from the Department of Sport. But in essence, there is no acting DG, there is no acting CFO. There's one CFO and there's one DG because now the department is Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. So I wanted to clarify that so that people understand that, that, that part. But because it's, 
the financial year we're coming from is still being audited. Those people that acted <laughs> must still be ceremoniously act until the auditing is finished. I, I, I hope I'm making sense in a way so that people can understand what. No, you are. You are. You are, dear. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. But otherwise, uh, in, in, in terms of the, the issues that, you, that have been raised around the, the violence against women and children, we appreciate that because it is also going to help us when we go back to actually enhance and deal with those because we all agree that in this midst of the COVID-19, violence against children and women has increased. And the department then would have to go back and look at its targets and make sure that we increase the targets to make sure that we deal with that. But in essence, I just want to say most of the inputs that have been raised are helping us to go back and, and, and improve what we have done already on the table. Thank you very much. Uh, you, 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 you welcome, GM. Uh, um, we're going to follow. Honorable. Yes. No, no, you are, you are welcome, GM. Um, did somebody want to say something? Yes, yes. there was a question. Yes. 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 There's a question. But, uh, on a... There, there's a question, Chair, which uh, has been asked by Honorable Malingozi about the languages. Okay. Um, Minister, can you yes. answer that question maybe in about yes. two minutes so that we... Yes, uh, Chair. Um, I, I think it's it's a very uh, important question. At some point, we'll have to come back uh, on it. Uh, but just to say that uh, members should uh, remember that for any language to be developed, there has to be resources. Resources meaning uh, you need to have a, a, a museum, you have to have a research arm for that. That's why English and Africans are at this level where they are. In our own way, uh, as the department, first and foremost, in all the major universities here in the country, we, we give bursaries to not less than 400 students per annum on languages and ensuring that uh, especially indigenous languages are supported. Two, we have changed the situation of the National English Literary Museum in Eastern Cape. And we said, because it's in Eastern Cape, in the great place of Makanda, Gangwele, that English museum should use those resources to develop not only English, but also Isitosa. That is why today it's no longer National English Museum. It is Amazwi National Museum. I'm just uh, touching things which will come back and talk to, uh, just to give people uh, a, a glimpse. On the kings, kings are in provinces. And uh, it's provinces which cater for their kings. They budget for them, they do everything for them, and so on and so forth. Now, are they treated equal? We'll have to look into how provinces are treating their kings. Uh, what sort of... Uh, I Come again? Chairperson? Is that chair? Okay, 
So uh, the the point then uh, uh, which which we are making is that this issue of this is very much linked to the whole issue of languages, uh, which PANSAP, as one of the entities of the of the department, is actually uh, dealing with uh, on a full time basis to ensure that the promotion and development of languages, especially indigenous languages, uh, are not left behind from your Africans uh, and, and English, uh, as it were. To Madanduna, on the issue of the uh, what happens in rural uh, areas and so on and so forth, um, well, uh, <clears throat> I think uh, we need to say that, uh, as you have seen the slides of the budget of the department, uh, almost 80% of the budget coming to the department is transferred to provinces. Um, and that 80% is not much, which I think we must also uh, take into cognizance that when it gets to department, there are a whole host of uh, things which need to be looked into. But municipalities, and I emphasize, municipalities still have a role to play uh, together with the provinces. National, as, as, as we do, we transfer this and uh, we emphasize ring fencing of these budgets uh, to um, necessary areas of, of development, especially on uh, sport arts and culture. So that's what is happening uh, on this. But I, I know that uh, we still have uh, a long way uh, for us to reach the point of actual development uh, of the indigenous languages. Thank you. Uh, thank, thanks, uh, thank, thanks, Honourable Minister. Uh, how many minutes are we left with? Uh, I think our time is gone. May I just say to you? Three minutes per person. Okay, yeah. Uh, that, <clears throat> Honourable Members, we have engaged with the, with the APP of the, of the department, and uh, it is clear that uh, most of the targets that they have are going to be changed, obviously for obvious reasons, because this this thing was done uh, before before COVID-19. So so that we say, as this team, we approve of the APP, and that it will be looked into during the adjustments when we do the adjustments. Sure. That is, hello. So we're here. My my question I wanted they didn't answer. Are we sport or sports? And why do they have two Twitter accounts? And I wanted to find out last question, Uguti. Can the minister open up non-contable sports, not contable, like your your golf, your swimming pool, your your swimming and your your tennis? That is my input. But I'm happy with the presentation. But can the minister respond to those questions? Thank you, Chair. Yes. I can only respond by saying, Honorable uh, Songo, we were here to present the APP and the STRAT plan. I think what we need to do when we come back to the, the committee must now suggest when we should come back to engage 
on the COVID-19 and the relief fund and what needs to be done amidst the COVID-19 and sport. And then we come and engage on that solely. And then the, 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 the portfolio committee engages us and we also give them our report so that we don't do a cut and paste response to this question. It's a very important question, but we need to discuss it holistically about sport and what needs to happen about arts and culture in this COVID pandemic. Thank you, Thank you very much. Um, I think you have, you, have, you have said more than a mouthful. Um, and that some of the questions that are not answered. I just want to say that uh, I want to clarify the issue of sport or sports, uh, Honorable Chair. Yes, ma'am. Can you be yeah. brief? Yeah. No, just to say that we are a Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. The S has been jettisoned, but there are processes that needed to be followed to make sure that when we are gazetted, uh, that um, then that sports is no longer there. And because when the minister was being uh, appointed and um, sworn in at the time, it was sports um, as pronouncement by president. But president, he has subject to that. Come back to us to confirm that it is sport, not sports. Thank you, Chief. Okay, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, I was saying in terms of way forward that. Uh, as these joint committees who have engaged with the APP and the department and the executive, and uh, that uh, there are certain recommendations that we made, and uh, that uh, these programs, all of them, I mean, the APP will be reviewed, obviously, during the, uh, when we revise, it will be revised when we do the, the adjustments. So, is there any seconder to this so that we move for the APP? Seabi? Yes, Honorable Seabi. Yeah, we agree with your summary, Chair. And I want to second as you summarized. Okay, thank you. Any objection? Okay, no objection agreed to. Um, Honorable Co-Chair, may you close the meeting for us? Thank you so much, Honorable Co-Chair, uh, Minister, Deputy Minister, DG, Honorable Members, let me take this opportunity to thank all your input and we nearly not uh, discuss a very important presentation, but because uh, here we are giving each other the responsibility to see what is right and wrong, but I'm very happy about what you have done today uh, with those words. Uh, I'm suspecting next week we're having a meeting on the 19th. Uh, honorable members, I wish that people who are uh, doing these virtual videos from the side of parliament, they must try to correct what they are doing today. They've spelled my surname as Nihulani, N-D-N-A. 
ULN. That's why I came very late. I was ready since eight o'clock, but nevertheless, we are working as collective. Thank you so much, honorable members. The meeting is closed. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Bye. Stay safe. Thank you. 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 Thank you.